Hey y'all and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Figuring It Out, 30 Lessons We Learned in Our 30s. So today's episode is called F a Netflix and Chill, What's Your Self-Worth? And this episode is all about dating. Well, it's in our dating category, but this topic is going to be about self-worth because if you haven't tapped into your true self-worth, your dating life and experience is going to be um, not as as fruitful. Fruitful, yeah. As it could be. Your self-worth is really important and we are of the belief that you should date yourself before you try to date other people. And it's like super cliche, I know. And I feel like even in our 20s, we heard like, date yourself first, love yourself first before you can date or get married or whatever. But I think being in our 30s, we definitely see the benefit of truly knowing who you are and what you offer and your value Mm -hmm. has um, shifted the type of people that that we attract and that Mm -hmm. we date. Um, Because I know I've been in the underworld and I've dated the The, trashier, the the better, you know? (laughs) Um, But as I have um, definitely elevated my life, know what I want, how valuable I am and what I not even bring to the table because that's something we're going to talk about in another episode. Um, But (laughs) knowing who I am, I'm able to command um, a certain type of caliber of people that I date and that I attract. And it's definitely more fruitful than just catching whatever comes to me and going from there and and wishing and hoping for the best and jump out the plane. And honestly, once you have assessed your self-worth and your value, then you're able to see other people's worth. You're able to see what you interpret their worth to be and what how they um, interpret their self-worth. So in this episode, we are going to give you literally the things that we did to date ourselves. Because I know I used to hear that all the time. And I was like, what does that mean? I don't know what it means. Am I supposed to take myself to a movie? Like, mm-hmm. like, how do I literally do this? So we are going to get into the nitty and the gritty of it. And really the first part is figuring out your self-worth. Yeah, and what you want. Like, what do you truly, 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 truly want? Right? And again, I know we talk about it, what you want and why you want it. Yeah. Um, I think so often and we're you're gonna hear us say this all the time a lot of things that we think we want is based off of what other people have told us that we should have or what we should want um or what society or programming says that you should have and what you should want and being in our 30s we are not married and we don't have children um and society told us by this age by being 30 asterisk we're supposed to have the mlk dream Mm -hmm. which is what i call it like the husband, the kids, the, the Disney job. world, like the job, the Disney world, vacations, which is great. I'm from, we're Florida girls. We've been to Disney. We love, we Disney. love it. We get it. Um, so we're not hating. Um, Disney plus is actually everything, bae. you know, so. shout out. <laughs> Y'all want to sponsor us. <laughs> right. You know, um, but yeah, like understanding truly what that means and what that looks like and why you want what you say that you want. Um, it's great because I know when I really got real with myself and decided 
um, what I wanted, I was like, oh, this actually does not fit into the, the trajectory mold. and the mold that people said that we should have in our 30s. Like, technically, we're supposed to be married, but honestly, we've done so much not um, being married and having dated a lot and have very different experiences mm-hmm. with different people that we are able to command um again a different caliber different experiences moving forward because we um know what we want and we can say i i know who i am so yeah i'm good over here i'm good love so if you can't meet me there it's okay um and not pining over a a man or a relationship and not to say that if what you want like if what you value when you do your analysis of your self-worth if it happens to be you know getting married in your 20s and, and kind of doing it the the way that we didn't do it it's not to say that that isn't right or it's not valuable it's just not what we did and it's not what society is saying Mm -hmm. Um, people should do. So in a way, through our exploration of self-worth, we've been able to kind of create a new narrative narrative and assess value. And own it. Yeah, because, and that was another one of our points is understanding what you want and why, and will you back down from that? Mm -hmm. Um, Because in point number two, it will change, Mm -hmm. right? Like what I wanted in my 20s is not what I want today in my 30s um and it's okay and things transition and you know maybe if I got what I wanted in my 20s my life or what I thought I wanted in my 20s my life would be starkly different than it is today um and it may have been enjoyable but I know that where I am today um is also freaking amazing because I do have the freedom um right now to do literally what I want I'm um we're recording right now in DC and I'm here because I want to be here Mm -hmm. um not because I you know had to ask anybody or I have to be here I'm here just because it's whatever (laughs) I want to um and I didn't have to ask for permission or um have to check in with other people who are depending on me their their livelihood depends on me and again we're not saying that because this is our path that that has to be your path but understanding why you want what you want in your path and not veering from from said path or having someone whisper some shit in your ear and that just throws you off yeah like totally jars you and throws you off from um what you said you wanted and why you wanted it i think another thing to think about is you know when you're able to do this self-assessment and and kind of um dig into yourself it is going to make you a better version of who you are so when you meet somebody and when you encounter somebody and you decide this is somebody i want to spend my life with or spend a moment with okay that's okay that's too. a thing it's a thing everyone is not supposed to be around for a lifetime right and it's, cool. and it's cool and this applies to more than just your dating life I yeah think, I think that's the bigger thing like once you do this work then you are better prepared to receive somebody else so when we did the work we realized we weren't ready for marriage and that mm-hmm. wasn't something that was panning out because for different reasons, us either not being compatible or not having the same values. You know, Mm -hmm. we both love to travel. Our partners have to travel. Like that is not 
an option for us. So maybe it took our 20s mm-hmm. to realize that that was something that's so important to us that our partner has to be willing to do it. And, and sometimes it takes those relationships with people that don't work out for you to be like, oh, okay, I really value this. This is really important to me. These are my learnings. These are my learnings. These are my lessons. And, and, and being able to determine the value of it and how it makes you a better person. Absolutely. And then I think there's also that part of, you know, programming in preconceived notions. And I know we touched on it a little bit, um, but the societal norms about, Um, how you're supposed to value yourself as a woman of color, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Again, we've been told that we have to work so much harder. And it's like, I feel like society wants us to be these work horses, these mules, like they work so freaking hard, but then not have self-worth and self-value about what we want and how we're going to be treated. And so there's like this huge gap because again, people want so much of our energy so much of our time, so much of our knowledge, so much of our culture. I mean, let's pull any, you know, um, look on social media or any pop culture. You can look at the Kardashians. We can name so many examples of how um, society likes to appropriate Black women in our culture, um, in, in our essence. But, but not pay then, us for it. And not, yeah, pay us or not acknowledge us, um, not give us credit. And then when we do speak up and say, that's not going to work for me, that's not in alignment with my value and with my worth and them being offended by it, like even being able to stand strong and grounded in that when you let people know that does not work for me, love, that's not in alignment with who I say I am and who I know I am. Um, And those can be really difficult conversations too. Mm -hmm. Um, And it can jar you, whether it's in dating, whether it's in career, um, I'll say any aspect of your life, like understanding who you are and your worth and staying grounded in that. And also being so grounded in it that you are willing to, um, take the commentary about why you didn't follow the programming in the path and the norm of what that looks like. Right. So I want to really get to, like I said, the tactical things that we did mm-hmm. to kind of help us define our, our self-worth mm-hmm. or tally up our value. Um, and Rachel, you had a really good kind of suggestion that mm-hmm. would be. Yeah. Helpful. So your, your action item or your homework for this episode, and this will stretch you. So I'm just going to put it out there. And if you want uh, a journal to do this epi- to do this exercise, the link is in the bio. But your exercise for this particular episode is to write a hundred things that make you amazing. One hundred. One zero zero. Things that make you amazing. And you will easily be able to spit off 10, maybe 20 but it will start to get more difficult and not because you don't have a hundred things that are amazing about you, but because we have been told to be so um, humble Mm -hmm. um, and to quiet down a lot of the other aspects, which make us magic, Mm -hmm. which makes us amazing that it, sometimes you have to like search within your heart and within your mind trying to figure out what else makes me amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I can cook or um, I can 
throw a three-pointer whatever I don't know what that means but going even deeper than that are you a good listener right um are you empathetic do you give good hugs do you give good hugs are you nurturing um can you help people think through problems yeah and critical thinking analytical thinking um how you're able to manage um your emotions or not be able to manage your emotions or even a skill as what makes you amazing are you able to walk away Mm-hmm. you know which is something that go. we probably should talk about in some episodes and that's the skill set of being able to walk away from something that doesn't serve you and even if it feels like a hundred things will stretch you or it might take you a long time to do it remember you are trying to identify and um, analyze your self-worth there's nothing more important in this world than yourself and getting to that point of being able to write when you're at 68 I'm sure you're gonna be like oh my god I gotta still dig and figure it out but also recognize you've written down 68 things right Um, in addition to writing this 100 these 100 things that make you amazing we also want you to figure out where you come from kind of identify where you come from that was a very big part of me understanding my self-worth. And even as I wrote my list, remembering where I come from helped me think of the things that make me valuable. Dive deeper into where you come from because perhaps people think, you know, um, especially in Black American culture, we don't necessarily know, all of us don't necessarily know where Where exactly you come from. So we don't, we're not saying like, your entire ancestry lineage and, and doing all these DNA tests, but even looking at your your um, ma- matriarchs in your family, yeah, the, the women um, in your family, yeah, looking at the women in your family and even identifying amazing characteristics in them and how you have um, taken on some of those, those characteristics. characteristics. Yeah. And honestly, what characteristics do they have that you didn't take on? Like, let's, let's be real and talk about, we do have um, men and women in our families that are extremely toxic. Everyone doesn't come from a, a nice, warm, fuzzy family experience, but you can take some of the things that you've seen that you don't like, that you don't identify with, that you, yeah, that you want to transform and, and say, you know what? I really don't want to do this because my mother does it and, and it it's toxic. It made me feel this way. And I don't want to um, have others feel this way. I don't want to feel this way yeah. moving forward. And so this makes, and even that skill alone is an amazing, something that makes you amazing where you're able yeah. to um, self-assess what others around you, what you may have picked up and what you're willing to also put to down. Let go. Yeah. And, and when when I talk about understanding where I come from, I, I wanted to know my family story. I wanted to know things about my, not just my immediate family, but also my ancestry, like, mm-hmm. because it does have an impact on you. Mm-hmm. And it does speak to your work and it, worth, excuse me. And if we are speaking specifically of the Black experience, we are very well aware that we create ancient civilizations were created and, and, and cre- excuse me, they created things that really propelled 
civilization to develop and to get to the next level. Art, Art, music, math. math, We know those are ours. We can claim those as much as people don't want to claim it for us. Even if we look at our more recent history, our more recent American history, and even looking at enslaved people, we know that they invented things. We know that they created things. Built the nation. Built the nation. So even if you don't have a specific direct connection to who you are, you know that there's at least that. That's at least somewhere to start. I actually have a very close friend of mine who is adopted and she's trying to literally figure out where she comes from and and who her family is, but she also has an understanding of where she physically came from, Mm -hmm. um, what city she came from, how those things affect her um and created who she is yeah those experiences and you know southern girls we're both southern girls there are certain things that we value that other people from other regions of the country may not value so when you think of where i come from take it in the the physical sense what physical place do you come from um take it in the my immediate family this is where i come from take it from the other dimension other ancestors like in a larger from a larger view, this is where I come from. And also, you know, where you find worth Mm -hmm. and like where you go to tap into that worth. When you're feeling worthy, when you're feeling like, you know, you look good, you smell good. What is that? Where, Where is that living? Where is it coming from? So take this task, yeah, and homework. have fun with it. Have yeah. fun with it. This and is don't fun. make it daunting. Like if you can't get a hundred on the first go round, it took me about I think almost two weeks to write my. Yeah. Um, I Take just your time. you know if things would come to me, I would write it down. Um, and then one day I looked up and I had a hundred, and I was like, wow. And then I think too, what happens is when you have those moments where you don't feel worthy, um, you literally have something very physical and tangible to look at and say. There's a hundred reasons why I'm freaking amazing. Um, And whether that's in dating or like I said, career, friendships, whatever that looks like, you have something tangible to go back to and remember how awesome you are and, and, or, and, or what you came from. Um, Even if it's like, I come from a lineage of people who literally built a nation or who fought a revolution. Like if they were able to, um, get through that and I have that in my DNA right that alone makes me makes amazing me more valuable and more valuable so I don't have to put up with x y and z because um my ancestors did or they did and didn't have a choice so I have an opportunity to make a different decision and I'm not going to be wavered um just because of some sweet talking or, you know, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I think even as we go into more into the dating space, these are questions that you will probably ask your mate, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking of, you know, oh my gosh, how am I going to get these answers or, or how am I going to kind of give these responses? Think of it as, you know, this is what you would ask somebody else. So this is what you would want to know about someone else. So be prepared, be able to know it for yourself. And if you have this skill, if you're able to kind of assess your worth and, and look at where you come from, maybe your partner doesn't. So maybe they need to do a little bit of assessment and 
having the journal, being able to write in it and kind of reminisce um, could be a helpful practice for them as well. Um, and like we mentioned before, you know, figuring out your worth is a continual thing. Mm -hmm. Our worth and what we thought our worth was when we were 20 is completely different than what it is now. But being able to kind of do these exercises since we were 20 now is like, okay, now I'm doing my hundred words. Yeah, I'm doing we, it every year. I did this exercise in my thirties. So I'm just like, wow, if I would have done this in my twenties, mm -hmm. then my experiences would have shifted so greatly because I could have, I had ammo. Had a reminder. Yeah, I had yeah. a reminder. I had ammo on, you know, why I said what I said or didn't do whatever. Right. Um, but it, yeah, it was in my thirties where I'm just like, hold on, wait a minute. This is well, what makes me dope. I think we maybe talked about it and thought about it in our 20s, but the action of writing it down right. happened and in our 30s. And having something yeah. physical to turn and look through and be like, okay. And I think that's really also because there have been so many moments in our journey where we question our worthiness. Mm. So I think as we got a little older, we were like, okay, I need to be able to come back to this quicker. I need to be able to refer to this and, and live in it. Um, and that's why writing it down is so powerful. And stretching to the hundred, and especially in a society where we are supposed to struggle for love. Um, and not that we're supposed to, but again, the programming is we have to, struggle and go yeah, through it has a to be lot hard and complicated hard, yeah to, to to love and to date and i think a lot of that is because we haven't defined our self-worth and again if i would have done this exercise and really stretched myself 10 years ago eight years ago i think that i my experiences just would have been different because yeah. i also kind of went through the whole thing of the programming of you know, no one's perfect. Sometimes you got to struggle. Sometimes people are back and forth. The timing is different. Some person is mature enough and not. And I don't think it really has to be like that. It, Once you, it don't have to be like that. If you know your worth, you can say, I get it. You know, we all are healing from things, but this is where I am. And this is what I know I deserve. And if you cannot meet me here, not, no, not taking it personally, which we talked about in a previous episode, but I just have to move forward. And I think this practice is something that we um, developed also talking to the matriarchs in our families mm -hmm. and, and the women that we are around. And I know I personally went on this kind of journey to understand all of my aunts and my mother and, and where they were at my age. Um, like I said, we're not married and all of my aunts and my mother was by the time married 30, with babies married with babies and this age. and that and the third so they've been through this like self-worth journey as well but, but in a partnership in a partnership which yeah. makes it different right and i realized through that journey and talking to them a lot of them even on initially me being like oh you know like how do you how did you define your self-worth? A lot of them, I would say all of them, really set back and they were like, I've never did it. 
did it. Like I've never done the analysis. And then, so I was like, oh, well, you know, this is, I tried writing a hundred things and I, you know, Mm -hmm. thought about this and this is what I did. And what I learned was that they didn't have the single privilege, that's what I call it, to be able to do that deep dive into themselves because they were nursing babies or nursing a husband or cooking dinner, building a home. Like Mm -hmm. they literally did not have the time to do it. So I want to make sure that everyone understands that this is something that anyone can do at any point of your life um, and you should do. And it will really help you in dating, but it'll also help you in managing expectations and relationships and with other people. And that we have a whole episode. Honestly, we do a whole podcast on boundaries. <laughs> right. Another like, hundred episodes on boundaries and different things like that for sure. So figuring out your worth will help you understand what you want to deal with and what you don't want to deal with. And then the boundaries will help reinforce that. So Get so, your pen. Get your pen. Get a get journal. Your journal. If you need a journal, we have made one specifically for you all who are fans of our podcast. The link is in the description. But yeah, take get your journal, get you a pen, and definitely take some time, even if it's before bed, and come up with 10 things that make you amazing before bed, and then visualize it and dream about it. And maybe if you can't get to 100, which I bet you can, keep adding to it, yeah. you know? Or perhaps even write down who you want to be because you are going to continually be evolving. And again, who we were in our twenties is not exactly a hundred percent who we are today in our thirties. But I think taking the time to figure out where there are things missing will also give you again, a strategy or give you a goal in order to get there. Yeah. And even though we're not who we were in our twenties, we love her. She was, a ride or die she, she lived went through the up. fire you okay. know we really 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 wore her out yeah we had a good time <laughs> in our 20s a which is time. why we are so passionate about this particular project because right. we definitely lived our best black lives and best you know and not saying that you can't but <laughs> moving forward live your best life but take these things into consideration sorry this episode may have been a little chatty but we just wanted to definitely drive home self-worth this is probably the most important topic i think we said that in a lot of our but this one really is but yeah this will set the tone for everything moving forward in your life because you know you came in the same by yourself even if you're, you're a twin by yourself you're leaving by yourself so you need to be taking care of yourself first and under and a part of that is understanding exactly who you are and what you want and not being shifted if someone does not meet those expectations and your value so know your worth and charge tax period love y'all bye We hope you enjoyed this episode of Black Girls Figuring It Out, 30 Lessons Under 30, the cheat codes to living your best Black life. We love hearing from our listeners, so send us your messages, updates, comments, or questions. You can email us at bgfio3030 at gmail.com. Or for those of you listening to us on Anchor, send us an audio message through the app. 
We can't wait to talk to you again. So tune in this and every Friday. Love ya. Mean it.